0: This is Kevin Pruitt, the six-month recap with Katie Franklin, our I think guest number two actually on the podcast. So Katie, the last six months have flown by. What's been going on in the life of Katie Franklin?
1: They really have flown by. Thanks so much for doing it in the first place and then having me back again. It's it's fun kind of thinking through it all and coming back six months later.
0: Absolutely. So yeah. so remind our listeners, just give us a quick short bio. Who is Katie Franklin?
1: Well... Um I'm just a small business owner trying to get by.
0: <laughs> Sound like a country <laughs> western song.
1: <laughs> my dog and my pickup truck. That's
0: right. Just lost my bass <laughs> boat in a divorce settlement. That's right.
1: <laughs> Thankfully, no divorces yeah. in this one. Um. Anyways, yeah. So it's been good. Just uh, we live in Lynchburg, Virginia. That's where I'm based out of, and I do my small business out of the basement of my house and. Um, I feel like I've kind of just been working out all the kinks and figuring out who I am and what where I want to go with it. And um, so just specialty gifting, engraving and um, trying to make cool and unique gifts for people for very special occasions.
0: So remind the listeners how you how you got involved in this in the first place.
1: So, um, I really just wanted to have my own business. Mm -hmm. I'm a creative person, have always wanted to make, create, um, paint different things. And, um, I don't really, it just had to be a God thing because I I really can't remember or put my finger on how I ended up saying, yeah, I think I want to do laser engraving. But, um, a friend of mine actually had a laser engraver. And so he recommended who I could go through to buy it and just thought about basically, I don't have a lot of space for inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do something that I can um, create multiples of and then sell online and, um, and basically ship them through through the mail or uh, sell locally. That would right. be my preference. But um, anyway, so I just somehow that ended up being the thing and, so I learned graphic design and I learned the laser engraver itself. I learned woodworking and over the past year, basically have just put it all together and hopefully made some things that are very memorable gifts for people.
0: You, you certainly have. I'm, so I'm going to ask you, are, are those earrings, are those things you've, you, you created yourself? Cause they're, yes. they're really cool. Thank you. I mean, I'm not going to wear earrings. I'm, I'm sorry. I just can't pull that off, but. <laughs> This they is my like new you.
1: product line. Thank you.
0: That looks great.
1: Um, I'm actually, this is one of my um, just new creations that I've decided I think laser engraved earrings would be awesome. And so far, I've, I've only launched it recently. I've got a giveaway going on my Facebook page for people who. So, yes, you're a man, but you can still go on to my Absolutely. Facebook page and put um, which earring you like best for maybe your wife or your daughter or something. And then, um, I'm actually doing, um, with the earrings is a laser engraved wooden box for the earring box. Mm -hmm. And, um, you can put somebody's name on it and then send it to them as a gift. So the giveaway is going until next Monday or this coming Monday, and I will announce the winner on that same post. So.
0: Well, at the it's very exciting. end of this, I want to circle back with you because I'm going to ask you how people can find you online. I want you to kind of recap that exactly Great. what you just said. But Okay, awesome. So speaking of that, I'm going to take a little segue right now because I look back at some of the, the notes originally. And the one person that you, you kind of highlighted as your inspiration was Joanna Gaines. Yeah. From uh, Fixer Upper. So, mm-hmm. what's really interesting the the tie in here is that my wife and daughter just got back from Waco and they visited uh-huh. Magnolia and the you know the the store there. But anyway, the hottest thing is this wooden earring thing that Joanna has created as as part of their line. So I thought, you know, there's Are a there's a real tie-in with what you're what you're doing there. So
1: I see, I did not know that's that. That's great timing. I haven't been following her recently, so I did not even know that she was doing wooden earrings.
0: Oh, and that man. is the end of my fashion knowledge. <laughs> that's all <laughs> I know, and it and that's vicarious. So that that is not firsthand. So
1: well, that definitely adds a little bit of pressure. I need to go out and see what she has. There you going.
0: go. Look, look online. Look at magnolia and see what's see what's happening there. So, but tell me, in the last six months, what would you say would be kind of your your mountaintop high? Your what was the highest high that you had in the last six months? That one moment you can say, "Wow, this is why I do this."
1: You know, ironically, I think the highest high was just um, two days ago, and I had um, been working on this sign for it was a custom order for a customer and um, through my Facebook business page. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody that I, I don't know at all, but he reached out and wanted to wanted me to make a Ten Commandments sign. And he was pretty vague on what he for sure wanted, right. um, which is pretty common with custom orders. But um, it was, I want it to look kind of like the thing that you did for the Come Now Fount sign. I said, okay, so kind of gave them a breakdown for sizes and dimensions and all of that. And, you know, got all the details down and Mm -hmm. started making that thing. And I was just a nervous wreck because you never know if you're going to actually create what they have envisioned in Mm. their mind. And so and then on top of that, the worst part about actually getting people their product is the shipping process. I'm in full control over what it looks like before I send it out. Right. But I have no idea how it's going to make it on the other end right. because these packages sometimes look like they've been drop kicked and sent to Mars. Or run over with the
0: truck. Exactly, <laughs> the truck.
1: Exactly. And these are these planks are connected by these little wire. You know, I cut the wire and I bend it and I make these little knots. And anyway, so I did the best I could to package it, put a bunch of styrofoam and shipping paper and bubble wrap and everything else you could imagine in there. And I waited, and I tracked it, and it got there on Monday, and I didn't actually hear back from him until Wednesday. And I thought, goodness, what did that thing look like, you know? <laughs> and he said, um, basically, it is awesome. Wow. And he said, it's even better than I imagined it would be. And it's a gift for his wife,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for her birthday. And so, just that feedback, and just, you know, that to hear that it was better than he imagined, and... Um, that it made it there and all that. But it was just like kind of a culmination of what all I have been doing between the woodworking and the whitewashing and the distressing and the wiring and um, just the whole thing put together. And um, just seeing his satisfaction meant the world. So.
0: And it wasn't a box of Tinker Toys when it arrived. He didn't say, so how do I assemble this? <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: So You know, and I tried to explain to him: you're going to have to lay it flat. You're going to have to pull from the top to the bottom so that the little knots lay flat. You know, and I'm like, this is probably a foreign language to this guy, but hopefully, it'll make sense when he's evidently he
0: pulled it off. That's right. I
1: think so. I think so. Today's the 20th, so hopefully, um, I'll be hearing back about how his wife felt about it.
0: Do you realize that it is six months to the day from the from our first interview? So I I look at it. I, I put January 20th at the top of the of the page here so you uh you gave yourself some some um like you you gave us pain points that you had mentioned initially and they were you know there were a number of things actually but i think i focused primarily on just how to how to market better and how to connect with your audience Mm -hmm. Um, and then also maybe like the accounting side of things the back side so as you receive feedback was there anything that you that specifically you can pinpoint that you said, hey, based on that feedback, uh, I tried to kind of integrate that in my business, and and you know said this is this you know thanks to Rising Tide, I, I can you know I can see a, a growth or change as a result of that feedback.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, I would just say that as a result of Rising Tide and just doing this podcast on the, in the first place just really gave me some confidence that I didn't have before. I I just super struggle with being (laughs) on camera or, you know, audio, but, um, just seeing the supportive community that's been built Mm -hmm. with this has been awesome. Um, the feedback about, um, increasing my web presence, Mm -hmm. definitely I jumped right on that and, um, attempted to, to create a website, um, I went through Pattern by Etsy, which was easy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, but it was terrible. So, sorry, Etsy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um Insert I Insert mean,
0: Etsy promo here.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they did a good job as far as, like, linking what was already in my Etsy site, and so I didn't have to upload a whole bunch of right. items and descriptions and things like that. However, there it's not um, – it's not good for e-commerce. Mm. It doesn't make sense on how to actually purchase. And so my um, uh, traffic was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the amount of sales that happened through it were none because mm. it just didn't make sense. Right. You know? and so it seemed like people either reverted back to the Etsy site or they just left, which mm-hmm. was depressing. Um, so I realized I really needed to go through Wix Uh uh-huh and um that's create a new site mm -hmm. that's what I originally had started through but it was just time consuming and I had so many other things going on that I was trying to process so um so I did actually more recently um I think today was actually the day that I think I know I published my Wix site today so great uh, we'll put those in the show notes yeah yeah I'd love for people to go um and continue to add more to my gallery and whatnot. But the goal of the website is to just showcase what I do, mm-hmm. obviously, have a web um, presence and um, steer people still to my Etsy site because that's really where um, I have it set up for a shopping cart. Right. But I also would like people to contact me on my website and then tell me what they want to do. They can look at the things I've done. They can say, okay, I like this, but I'd like to change it this way or whatever. And then through just communication on my website, I can um, do a mock-up. I can make a quote and then we can, you know, agree on a sale through the website that way. And so, um, yeah, so that's what I'm hoping. But um, the other thing that um, was talked about was just marketing in general. And so since then I have, done there's been a couple of different offerings of webinars for facebook and um pinterest and um instagram Mm -hmm. and they're free and so i have gone ahead and sat through those webinars and certain things apply other things don't and i just took notes and so definitely marketing on facebook i have some really great um Directions to move in. Mm-hmm. I just haven't actually implemented a lot right, of those. Right. Building a website is extremely time consuming. It is.
0: It is. Yeah. I, I know by by uh, firsthand experience. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I certainly certainly agree with that. So. Yeah. Well, that, those are. Uh, I appreciate the feedback on that because I. Um. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I want to do two things. I want to promote, you know, solo businesses, startups. But I also want to, in essence, crowdsource feedback. Hmm. So that's what I really want to get to. And how do we, how do we, um, you know, how do we promote the, the, you know, the rising tide concept by raising, okay. you know, raising feedback, raising advice, raising just the input that uh, that people have, you know, that that can really speak into to these businesses that we're highlighting. So hmm. uh, you mentioned one thing about. Uh, a quote from your dad always be learning. Mm-hmm. Is that still kind of your life mantra? Is that still a life quote? Cause it sounds like you're, you've been really trying to learn the last six months. Oh my
1: goodness. I have learned so much and definitely the other one of, um, adapt and overcome that the, the mm-hmm. two definitely, um, combined together are in my opinion, a necessity to, to have us to running or starting up a business. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've learned things that didn't work. I've learned um, – I've definitely learned the whole if at first you don't succeed, try, try again mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, learning just the, the my trade, what I'm doing, honing those skills has been just invaluable. Um, realizing that, wow, I, I really thought that first product was really awesome. And then looking back on it going <laughs> –
0: <laughs> was <I> hey, <laughs> yeah. as long as it's an upward curve, uh, upward growth curve, we're in good yeah. shape.
1: This is true. This is true. Um, I do see that somewhere because that you're learning, you know. Right. Um, and then um, two different shows so far. One was pretty successful. The first one was actually pretty successful, and the second one was not so successful. And so just knowing your audience and um, like that was a huge lesson, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and then not being discouraged by the fact that, okay, it wasn't super successful, but I realized this is why, you know, it wasn't that my products weren't um, of high quality or appealing. They just weren't for this clientele, this group of people. I discovered at that particular show. Yeah
0: that is that is certainly alarm and that's something that's true of every every guest we've had on the on the podcast that you you do have to identify your audience and it's not just identifying your audience it's identifying your audience preferences and your audience taste and your the the demographics of the audience that so you can actually target that um specifically so last question i want to wrap up with is uh so the advice you gave yourself that you would have given your kind of pre-startup self was stop listening to the doubters. How, how do you think that's changed or, or would that change if you had to go back to your pre-startup self today? Would you have different advice or would you have the same?
1: You know, I think that advice st- should stand for the startup mm-hmm. portion of it. Mm-hmm. But the six month later or the year later person, I think good advice. And I am not a fan of the word evolve. Mm -hmm. But I think in this context, it's give yourself permission to evolve, Mm -hmm. you know, like, because maybe grow, right? Well, it's like growing to me is like more or bigger of what you started, Mm -hmm. whereas evolving is kind of like, okay, I thought I needed, I thought I spent so much time trying to figure out what exactly do you want to do and what should it look like and how should it be? And then you feel like, OK, well, I need to stay on that track and I can't deviate from that, mm. whereas you're kind of learning what yep. what is good for you and what you're good at and what you should do, be doing more in this area. And so it's like giving yourself that permission to kind of deviate from what you thought was it to this should be it, you know, and this this is what it is becoming kind of thing and just embrace the change and roll with it instead of mm. being like, but no, my, my plan was this and and I'm not successful if I'm not sticking to that plan directly.
0: Right, I, I love that. I, you need to put that on a T-shirt or engrave that in some <laughs> earrings. Embrace the change.
1: There you go. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's a, yeah. that's a great live quote. The next one. That's right. Well, Katie, it's, it has been a pleasure to catch up with you and just kind of hear how things have gone the last six months, and and uh, just a joy to have you on the show. But just just wrap it up with um, you know anything else that you want to add, and you know touch base on that on your offering on your website. I, I do wanna ask you while we're talking here is is in the rising tide Facebook group, post your website. Okay. In the group as a post and yeah. let's you know, ask ask people to speak into it and, and I mean there's a there's a lot of great um there's a lot of wise counsel in that group. So just just awesome. post that in and get some feedback on that. So but wrap right. us up.
1: All right. Well, um if you have a specialty gift need that you know, someone you is very special to you, and you would like to really um, present them with something that is a lasting, memorable gift. Look me up; I'd be happy to work with you. So, uh, it's www and I can definitely, um, I would definitely enjoy working with you.
0: And the Facebook page is also Franklin Engraving. They can find you on Facebook as well, right?
1: It is. It the Facebook page is Franklin dot engraving.
0: Okay all right Mm -hmm. all right well listeners this is a a great chance to just kind of catch up six month recap of of a a guest that was on early on and and just um it's great to see that feedback has had a positive impact and just in essence once again supporting the whole idea behind the podcast that all boats rise in a rising tide katie thanks again thanks so
1: much kevin it's great